Hey, ladies, I hope you had a great Easter weekend and a start to your new week. Today, I just want to tell you a story, share my heart and some vulnerable parts of me today. But the reason why I'm really sharing it is because I believe that we as mothers all have experienced parts of this with our children. And I'm going to be talking about a conversation that I had with my daughter. But you could really plug in any relationship here. If there's a relationship that you feel like you're lacking connection in and that you want more, I believe this episode will help you, whether it's your husband, a really close friend, it could be a daughter, could be a older daughter, it could be a stepdaughter, it could be some sort of in-law relationship. And I bet if you would just take some of these parts away, it could help you make some more steps towards connection. So I hope that you uh, enjoy it. And you know, that's the beauty of this podcast is there's so many of you that we're on the same journey. We experience some of the same struggles and yet our lives are very different and we have different makeup of our family and different relationships. And at the core of it, my desire for you is to continue to go deep within your heart to create healing connection, to really connect back to the father and how he originally made you and bring out that, that true, softer, loving, feminine part of you that he created you to be. And I've been very convicted lately as I'm reading the book called Captivating. It's from John and Stacy Eldridge. I believe he's also the one that wrote the book Wild at Heart for Men. And it has really opened up my eyes and shown me so much of the fallen part of Eve and how women have been really stepping into roles and leading in a way inside their home that hasn't really been serving them well. It's more of a protection. And you'll hear more about it in this episode. But if you haven't read that book, I would highly encourage you to read it. I'm about halfway through and there's a bunch of highlights. And more than likely in the future, we're going to have a conversation about it. And I'm going to kind of highlight some things that the authors talk about. And um, it's just really touching my heart because I know that not all of you know my story and you, you never will know my whole story, right? But I'm really coming back to who I'm truly meant to be. And I'm noticing that that part of me is she's super tender and soft. And it's really surprising because I never, ever knew that part of me. I always have grown up inside of this rigidity and controlling and uh, striving and success. And so much of being a strong woman is absolutely important to me. Being successful and whatever that means to me, whatever that means to you, that's awesome. And I was missing the mark for a long time in my mothering and in my relationships of that true tender part of me that is just really beautiful. And it's, it's, it's kind of blowing my mind, so to speak, as I'm starting to see this softer side of me come up because I just hid it for so long 
but I'm really enjoying it, let, letting it be there. And I feel like it's such a superpower. And this may or may, may or may not make any sense to you, but I really truly believe that this is such a key part of why so many of you tell me, I don't know who I am. I'm here in my life. I'm raising these kids or I've raised my kids. I'm inside of this marriage. I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I want to find my identity. I want, I want to enjoy my life again. What do I even want? What do I even desire? I believe at the center coming, coming back home, coming back to yourself, the woman you're created to be that I believe that's the answer. Is there a checklist that I can give you how to get there? No, because this has been a journey of mine for the last several years and I'm still walking through it. So I will hush now. This was a really long intro, but I just know when things come out of me like this, I just know there's somebody out there going, yeah, that is exactly what it is. So if I can help you and support you in any way, please send me an email at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. That's just Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at setfreesisterhood.com. Enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So I just want to share some of the conversation that happened with myself and my daughter this weekend. It was really uncomfortable and my feelings got hurt and I was willing for my feelings to get hurt. And I'm saying that sort of in quotation marks, because at the end of the day, as uncomfortable as it was, and I felt a lot of different things, what came from it was beautiful and I was okay. So I want to share you, share with you that it's only because of the growth and the journey that I've been on through my removing alcohol from my life to really uncovering what was going on and why I was avoiding uncovering more of who I am as a woman, like I said in the intro, and who I want to be. And it's a journey, trust me. I screw up daily. (laughs) I let my triggers happen daily. I let my unhealthy emotions come out. I ruminate over my thoughts. I am not immune to all the things that you're experiencing. What I am, I move through them quicker, okay? And I recognize them quicker. And I've just had a really big week of... I think overall, just a lot of stuff emotionally. And I know part of it is where my body is right now in this season. Some of you know that I'm separated 
Well, April 1st was a year that we were physically separated. And so now we're moving towards the divorce, which will be final in the mid to end of May. And I do believe that our body remembers. And so I've just kind of had this, a lot of uneasiness. I've been triggered some this week emotionally. I've had some anger come up, some resentment, some jealousy, fear, just things throughout the week. So I have felt super exposed and where I don't love that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, yay, here I am feeling this way again. I learned so much from it now instead of avoiding like I used to. And like most of you probably still are because avoiding is anything we do to cope and cover it up and pretend it's not there. Okay. So I'm glad that I've been in process because I really want more connection and growth inside of my relationship. So my oldest, unfortunately, has been, I just noticed that there was something going on. You know how you just feel that with your kids? Or like I said, I'm going to talk about my daughter, but um, you can plug in other relationships. It could be your husband, your partner. I just felt like something was happening. There was some kind of disconnect. There was some some weird energy going on. And I knew that I needed to open up the door for her because she she has been the one who's experienced the most unhealthy version of me for the longest because she's almost 19. And remember, I've only been alcohol free since um, 2018. So, and then obviously this last year, I've gone through a separation. So she's, she's kind of been the oldest to see the, even the young, the new mom, just think about the the things that our firstborn learns from the new mom that we were clueless. I was so flipping clueless. I, there was a time too, even though I realized it wasn't my fault, she was hungry a lot because I wasn't producing enough milk. And I didn't know it until an aunt of mine was like, when I was pumping, she said, that's all you're getting. I'm like, yeah. She said, no wonder she's screaming all the time. She's starving. We got to put her on formula. You know, these are the things that affect our babies, but I didn't do it on purpose, but she experienced hunger. And why that's not really the topic right now, it's just, she's just, she's been there the most through the parts of me that were not very healthy. Because to give you some background, she never really saw that nurturing softer side of me because I stayed living in my control part most of my life with her. You know, I made sure that everything was tidy, that the bills were paid and I had the schedules and everything was organized and there were sports was handled And, you know, I just, I led from that place. Now I know that that was that more masculine place, but it was because of fear of vulnerability and because of feeling out of control. I didn't know that then. This is just how I was taught to lead as a mom and what I had believed that that's necessary. Because some of that I, I learned from my mom, right? We learn things from our parents and my own personal experiences where I'm guessing, and I know that some of this is true because I remember the experiences, but some throughout my life, I had learned that if you're vulnerable, if you show your your softer side, it's dangerous. It doesn't feel safe because I wasn't capable of handling my emotions, okay? So I just wanted to kind of give you that frame of this is what my daughter has experienced. She never really got, no, yes, was I, was I loving and cuddled and kissed her and loved on her and took care of her? Absolutely. But when it came to the parenting side, it 
I was more rigid and controlling than I was that soft, sweet, you know, just those moms that are just so sweet. They're just so tender and sweet and kind and loving. I was more like, all right, you're good. Suck it up. Or, you know, I love you. Kiss, kiss, you know, run off. I didn't have more of that tenderness in me. And I thought it was just because I wasn't made that way. Now I know that's not true. It was all because of, of a protection. So the reason why I'm sharing that with y'all is because you have to kind of see this from a framework of now I am trying to open up more and I want more connection. So what is that going to require of me? Vulnerability. It is going to require me to open up my heart, to be exposed, to not cover up, to feel things, to, to get my quote unquote feelings hurt. Okay. So what I wanted to do was open up an opportunity for her to express because I could just tell that something was up. So I did. And her first words out of her mouth is like, but mom, I really just don't want to hurt your feelings. So already she had this idea that she didn't want to hurt me. And I said, listen, it's okay. I can handle it because I need to hear how you're feeling so that I can encourage you and I can give you what you need and I want to be able to communicate. So we had an open and honest conversation. I listened more than I spoke. I looked at her in her eyes and I let her know that she was seen and heard. Now for her privacy and the details of her life, I'm not going to go into all the things that we discussed or what she said, but it was very, very brave of her to tell me how she was feeling because a lot of the times what she was feeling is that when we were together, she was in trouble or she was doing something wrong. And so I had given her the impression that, and part of it for me, what I could say was like, oh, she probably does feel that way because she's older now. So she's in and out and she's working. So when I do see her, I was like, how's work going? You know, how many days of work do you work this week? Have you paid your bills yet. This is when your bills are due. You know, it's still that very checking in on that, but I hadn't really checked in on her in the sense of that softer side. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What do you know? What are you thinking for summer? I've just like, you got a job for summer, right? Because her job is right now. It goes with the school system. So my point is, is I could hear her because I was open to it. I didn't naturally, like I would have years ago, thrown up this defense mechanism like, no, I'm not. I do love you. Like I, I heard her. And so I wanted to have this open and honest conversation. So one thing that came up while we were back and forth talking was how much I'm proud of her. I was like, do you not realize how proud I am of you? Like, look at your life. Look what you're doing and look at your, you love these children, you work. And I, and I was like, the decision that you made to not play basketball was tricky back in the day. And it scared me, but that's the best decision you've ever made. And that was huge and mature for you to be able to make that and listen to what God's call was on your life at such a young age. So I'm sitting here telling her all this. And she said, mom, you've never told me that. I need to hear you say that. And what I realized is I had been telling everyone else. I've been telling y'all. I've been telling my clients at the salon. I've been telling my best friend. And say, wow, you know, it's, Savannah's come a long way. And 
I've just seen her grow and develop. And I love how God's calling her into ministry. She's working with these young children. You know, it's during the basketball thing. We thought, okay, well, you're going to college and you're playing basketball. I've realized that was so wise of her and how brave. And most kids would be scared to death to, to make that decision because they feel the pressure of their parents. And I love that she truly desires one day to be a mother and she desires to homeschool because that's important to her. And she loves teaching these children about Jesus and worshiping in the choir. And what a wonderful thing that I feel. I feel just this welling up in my body and I want to cry because I'm so proud of her. And I hadn't even told her. I hadn't even told her. And it just really hit home that that was the part of me that she needed to see. That was what she needed to hear. She needed to see how her mom loved her and how proud of her mom was of her. And that I can't just tell everyone else. I've got to tell her and I've got to tell her over and over and over because she's young and she's in this world of instant gratification. And she's in the, the, that really adulting phase of just the in-between, you know, she's living with me. She wants to one day desire to be out on her own, but of course, financially that takes a while these days, right? So it was a beautiful conversation and she even spoke to me and was able to tell me what she needs, which is amazing. And I've told y'all this before, how important it is to finally recognize, to be able to say what you need. Tell those people in your life what you need. Now you can't expect them to give it to you, but if you don't ask, how will they? And I've even told y'all recently, I think I even said it last week on the podcast that I, I actually asked for what I needed. And just that in itself gave me that, that boost in my spirit because I stood up for me. So she specifically said, you know, I need hugs. I need reassurance. I need you to tell me these things. And so I just want you to think about those relationships in your life. And if any of this connected with you, then I want you to have some, a few takeaways from this episode. Number one is let your feelings get hurt to gain connection. Be willing to get uncomfortable be willing to show your emotions, be willing to be vulnerable in order to gain connection with that one that you love, especially your children. Number two, let them talk, listen more, talk less. Just really listen. Let them know that you're listening. You're really paying attention. Number three, tell them you're proud of them. Tell them the things that you're telling other people. They need to hear it, and they need to hear it over and over and over. Number four, ask them if they want you to listen only or offer your help and solutions. This is a huge one, especially for moms. We hear a problem or a challenge or what we believe to be a struggle in our kid's life, and some of us immediately go into fix-it mode, solution mode. But when we're dealing with Kids that are developing in their preteens and teens, they are trying to solution find on their own. And it is not helpful if we dive right into it because that actually breaks connection. They want to be seen and heard, know that you're there for them and let them ask you. And this is a huge, huge practice of mine that I fail at 
consistently, but I'm working towards because I want to dive in and fix and help because that is how I'm familiar. So what I'm trying to do more and I'm, I'm encouraging you is to ask, say, hey, when they come to you and they're talking about things, so hey, wait a minute, do you just want me to listen or is there something here that you need me to help you get an answer to or a solution to? That is amazing when it comes to communication. And this can be used with anyone in your life. Okay, number five, if you feel uncomfortable, you're on the right path to connection and healing. It should feel a little bit gross inside. (laughs) It should feel swimmy. Maybe your heart races. Maybe you get hot. You're on the right path. And number six, guilt is not the answer. Learn and grow from it. Because I know some of you would hear some things and then all of a sudden feel guilty. And you would take that and turn that back on yourself instead of recognizing like, oh, okay, I have been communicating this way or I have been not showing love this way. Now I'm going to make some changes. Thank you for sharing it with me. Even if you have to work through that on your own, inside your own spirit, I want you to do that. Okay? So I hope this blesses you. I hope that you can relate in some way. And I hope that some of these takeaways will help you in your relationships. Until next time, send in my love. Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.